Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. It's Kristen. And Nicole. And this is Damn It, I'm Dating. The podcast. Welcome back, everybody. I hope y'all have been staying warm or enjoying the heat wave, I guess. True. I hope you guys had a nice Valentine's Day. That too. Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, whatever you celebrate. Love day. Love day. We call it Hearts Day here. Happy Hearts Day. Yeah. I call it Red and Pink Day, honestly. Oh, honestly, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's not a real holiday. (laughs) Very true. Very true. It is literally a greeting (laughs) card, capitalistic holiday. So Exactly. I still love it. (laughs) Absolutely. And I... I definitely spoiled my daughter with a little Valentine's Day basket, smaller version of an Easter basket. But yes, yes, my kids utterly spoiled, utterly, utterly spoiled. But like, it's just so gratifying and so like. I love to see like the nice little how happy they get. Yeah, because it's like I mean, my oldest knew it was coming. But my little don't. Well, they didn't because they don't they they don't keep track of this stuff. My oldest knew it was coming, and he was still like lit up like a Christmas tree when he saw his stuff. So, um, yeah, all good things. Love making those kids smile. Love that. And we also did like Valentine's cards for her friends at school. Yes, and she signed her name on all of them, and she picked out the. We did little straws that had like crazy straws that mm-hmm. weren't use- reusable and they all had little cards on them. And I let her pick all the cards that go with the straws for each friend. And she was like beyond. And the fact that she could write her on name on everything. Mm-hmm. She was so proud. Oh, so definitely. Proud That's adorable. Teenagers. It was so cute. Was we did so- little bags. I basically like sold out targets, like little, <laughs> what is it like, is it spritz or spirits or whatever? Sure. I I had to go to three different targets to get oh all God. of the things for these little bags because I can never do anything just like a little bit. It's always <laughs> all or nothing. Hello. Um, and so we just went a little crazy. Um, and it took it took four <laughs> out of the five members of our family to work together to get them all done. Because <laughs> both of my littles are like spaz attacks. Wonderful, sweet little things, but also spaz attacks. And um, yeah, so. But apparently they both got feedback that we had the best Valentines. So I mean, that's that was gratifying. <laughs> Unfortunately, not for nothing. Right? It's not for nothing. We got it's, recognized. I love a goodie bag. I love a goodie bag, oh, which 100%. speaking of goodie bags, uh, since the last time we talked, we saw Busy Phillips doing her best live in Boston, which was amazing. And we made her and Cassie goodie bags for Damn and I'm Dating. We did. I, and those were perfect. They were so cool. Like, I just, I love making a goodie bag. I oh, just yeah. love it. it. And it was a lot of fun. And it was perfect. And yes. they were, they were like the perfect representation. And I hope they got to enjoy them. I hope so too. And it was, yeah, it was like such a good night out too. Mm-hmm. For the moms. Minus, <laughs> minus the staff that works there. Yeah, we had, they weren't great. But they were not great. But they were they were not great. And the seating is always so like oh, I hate the seating there. It, it I mean I really felt like a sardine. But we met somebody yeah. awesome who but, eventually in the yeah. future we're gonna have her on the the show. Yeah, she was so cool. She was I dope. think we met like a good amount of cool people too. It's like we found our people. I mean, I met one. So 
Oh, I meant like five or six. Yeah. That's because <laughs> I literally had to like drag you out of there. And I, like they like the staff was like yelling at me to like get you. And I was like, what What do you want me to do? She's a grown adult. Like I was just talking. And I was like, and I said to the one guy, I was like, well, no one ever um, came to actually get the ragingly drunk tiny woman yeah. who was making everybody uncomfortable. But you was, want like, me to go all get over her? the stage. Yeah. Like she was practically but- like melting on it so but the show is over and i'm just standing talking to someone who's sitting waiting for i don't know what so sorry right exactly i was like no i'm not the one (laughs) today is not the day we are not the ones it's never never the day day. it's never never the the one (laughs) but anyway no it was it was a really fun show and i got to wear sequins another the sequins were so dope they were they were another all or nothing nicole move yes i I love that I came to you and said, like, you need to wear like a sequin headband or something like that. And you were like, head to toe sequins. Got it. They were black, though. So it's like my favorite color. It looked amazing. You looked it's so it. comfortable, too, which. Oh, I was like, that was the best part. It was, <laughs> it was like... basically you were basically in like sequin pajamas. Exactly. Like, I was jealous. <laughs> win win. Yeah. You look like a mermaid, though, on top. I did. I looked super dope. I. I'm in love with my outfit, like a sequin crop top. Who knew that was my, like, that's your jam. That's my jam. A sequin crop top and like '90s high waisted jeans. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. With a sequin bomber. Don't forget with that. This, well, that one was a sequin blazer. Oh, that one was a blazer. Oh, that's right. The yeah. rainbow one was the bomber. But oh my god, who knew that was my jam? That's a jam. I mean, maybe we did know that was my vibe. I don't think it's a secret. No. No. Like my favorite color is glitter. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Preferably rainbow glitter, but definitely yes, glitter. Correct. So it was it was super fun night out, and it was really great to meet some people and mm-hmm. um, share the word of damn it, I'm dating. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think we're gonna talk about some more weirdos today. Oh, this weirdo is like the one of the weirdest of weirdos, maybe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we're going to take a deep dive on Charlie uh, for those dun, of dun, you dun. following along. <laughs> this is Charlie part one, though, because mm-hmm. Charlie does pop into KB's life two times. Because they all come back because I am not the problem. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, I actually went to the source to like an ex-boyfriend and was like, why did it end? Is it me? Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. And he was like, no, it's not you. Like, that's why I came back again. Because it's not it's not fucking you. It's Mm -hmm. me. And I'm like, it's me. I'm not the problem. And just that validation, like hearing it, seeing it, whatever it was a text. But Mm -hmm. like having that validation of just knowing I wasn't the problem. True. Like, I already knew I'm not the problem. Right. But just, like, going to the source and then being like, yeah, no, you're you're not the problem. I fucked up. It wasn't you. And I'm like, every time. Every time. How? Like, amazing. It just feels so good to be right. (laughs) It does. It's true. It's really really where that feels, like, hitting home. So, yeah, Charlie was, we know now. Ugh, it's been understatement. (laughs) So he, I mean, at first it was so romantic, like for me at least. 
<laughs> yeah, but it was trying too hard romantic. I love that shit. I know you do. I know I you ate do. it up. Like you did. Our, our first date was so like, because our first date was actually a zoo, like a zoom date or something because I was still in my house with my ex-husband, but like I already had the keys to my new apartment I just hadn't moved yet. Like I was in the process of packing and moving. We're living on separate floors and he was out, I don't know, doing whatever he did. And then our daughter was asleep. And so I took a Zoom date from bed because it was the only place I could go for privacy. And I brought like my glass of wine. And apparently I did not think of it this way, but I guess it's like very sexy to be taking a zoom date in bed so i guess it's like inherently sexy that i took a date in bed but like i was in like a t-shirt like i looked normal but i didn't have like the other options like i could sit on the floor but yeah that date was like i thought it was going to be an hour it ended up being like three hours and we just got on really well and like had good chemistry and so he asked when he could see me again and like we started texting and those of you who knew know Charlie or you know got close. the lucky pleasure of meeting him. <laughs> He's a terrible texter. Um, like I'd get three novels a day from him instead of just like small texts. And it was it was basically like getting emails. Mm-hmm. And he's a green texter, not a blue texter. Yeah. So like Android. that's a f- red flag right there. Mm-hmm. Um that was red flag number one. So for our next date, he asked if he could come to help me celebrate my new apartment when I moved in. Mm-hmm. So like my first night in my new apartment, like one of my friends came to help me like try to unpack and make sense of things. Mm-hmm. Like I moved that morning. <laughs> right. And then right. my friend came over and we tried to like make some sense of it. And then he came over later and he brought me uh Rosé champagne. Did I know this? Pink Vouve. And I was like heart eye emojis. Mm-hmm. So dead ass. Like, oh my God. I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we ordered takeout and like we hung out and we made out and we ordered more. We ordered more pink champagne <laughs> from Drizzly because like fuck yes and he was just like i just want you to feel comfortable and like happy Mm. and enjoy your like new space and he's like whatever i can do to make you feel as comfortable and happy and like everything is possible like i want to do that for you and i'm like oh this is different yeah i so i wonder now looking back if i'm not sure i'm not sure where i'm gonna go with thought because i remember thinking like Ew, this dude is trying too hard, but that's where you and I are really different. Cause mm-hmm. like I would have been like, ew, go away. And you would have, and you're like, yes, let me soak like, it up. It to me. But I think it's even more of the ick factor because mm. we know what happened. Yeah. Cause you know, like, you know both how it times. ended. Both times. But like, both times. Yes. Um, but like it was, uh, to say I was swooning is like an understatement. That's very true. That's very I true. Was, so so into it and like because i'm a hoe we slept together (laughs) right but like it was our second date it wasn't even our first date um it was your first in-person date though right whatever 
dates are no. dates. No, no, no. I'm yes. just, I'm saying like, and did he bring handcuffs? No. No. So just no. alcohol. So this was a step up from. Uh, this is a step up. This is a step up. This is a step up from <laughs> Jack. Yeah, from Jack. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You know. Yes. No, he just brought champagne and uh, we just like, we danced in my kitchen and like. Yeah. Like swoon, big heart. Anything, eyes. anything that is like cliche, romantic, gushy, whatever. Oh, totally. And like, no one would ever suspect that's what I want. Mm-hmm. I fucking love it. Fucking love it. I was like, well, yes, because you love attention. Heart eye emojis, living in my own rom com. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, sign me up. And he left the next morning, and it was like, just like. Because I was seeing him and I was also seeing Dan at the same time. Mm-hmm. So now I have conflicting feelings about everything because in like two dates with Charlie, he's like treating, I don't, I don't want to say necessarily treating me better, no, but he like was giving you time. He was, he was giving, giving you me something time. that Dan refused to do. Yes. Yes. So like that was a struggle for me. And mm-hmm. also, like the effort that Charlie was giving because, mm-hmm. you know, he was quick to text me the next day and mm-hmm. like schedule another date and like take the lead on things. And I didn't, right. I didn't have to do anything. And I'm like, that makes me sound lazy, but also it's a nice departure from where I came from with my ex-husband where no, I had to do everything. You. It does not make you sound lazy. I mean, here's the thing. Um, not to go too far down the man woman, like typical diatribe. Uh, gender shit. Roles, yeah. Yeah. But the reality of the situation is, regardless of both people working or not working, the majority of the time women tend to manage their households. That is a full-time job in itself. And that's even without children, women yeah. typically manage their households. Like you know, I mean, uh, m- my husband, for example, he does religiously do the dishes, uh, mostly because I refuse to. And he's much better about doing the laundry than I am because I find laundry to be just the most daunting, boring mm. task ever. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, like, do you think it has ever crossed my husband's mind that the the rugs need to be shampooed? Like, <laughs> I mean, do you, what, you know, you'd be I mean? like, you, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a, that's just for TikTok videos. Right, <laughs> People exactly. don't really do that. Okay. BT dubs though. Um, they are like my favorite. So that my favorite are like the car detailing, the mm-hmm, rug mm-hmm, cleaning. Mm-hmm. And like, this one's yep, even weirder, yep. but watching, um, there's a, there's a farmer in Wisconsin or no, he's not a farmer. He helped. He like, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's like, he cleans out and like, hooves cows oh like yeah cows. um they are called farriers oh farriers yeah, yeah i love watching horses get their horseshoes taken off and like the dirt caked out mm-hmm. of it and like a horse this is terrible because animals should not be neglected but like when they find uh, horses with like overgrown hooves or donkeys mm-hmm. with overgrown hooves and they mm-hmm. cut them off mm-hmm. oh that is the most gratifying thing to watch i th- so i don't know if the cow Hoofing thing is the same as a farrier because horses get shoes put on. Cows don't get shoes put no, on. No, they just shave the like. Yeah, bo- that's yeah. a farrier too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. 
Um, clearly I'm a farm girl anyway. Um, no, but so it, to have someone, I mean, literally it is like a consistent level of doing small things Yeah, and a man will like pop up the, like the ladder of success with a woman's heart so mm-hmm. fucking fast. So fast. So literally the easiest thing to do. So yeah, that, I mean, it makes sense. I don't want to fucking have to decide everything. Do you know yeah. how many decisions I make in a day? I'm choosing what my kids wear. I'm choosing when the dogs go out. Like, when are they going to eat? Like, all of the shit. Like, what goes in their lunch? What they eat for breakfast? What you eat for breakfast? How you wash your face? How you wash your hair? What you're going to wear today? Mm -hmm. Probably what your husband's going to eat for breakfast. Probably Mm -hmm. what he's going to eat for dinner. I'm guessing he's on his own for lunch, but like, that's not necessarily the case. Right. Like, there's all these decisions that you make. So, if you want to take me out, you're going to plan it. Yeah, exactly. Like the least you could do. In my Literally opinion. the least you could do. If you're right. going to ask me out, you make the plans. Don't ask me, what do you want to do? Correct. Like that is the quickest way for me to be like, left swipe, unmatch. Right. I am not Zero out trying. of 10. Zero out of 10. Like you are not paying attention. You are not listening. So like Charlie listened. Charlie paid attention. Like he picked my favorite restaurant and he was like, let's go and celebrate like your new apartment and like my favorite restaurant is Abe and Louie's. Like mm-hmm. I love, I love a rare steak. I love oysters and like the dirty martinis with their blue cheese stuffed olives at Abe and Louie's are unparalleled. Like that is the only thing I want to drink all of the time. I think that's probably the only um, ingestible food or drink that you mentioned that we're on the same page with. <laughs> But I mean, I they do. also have great pork chops if you're into that. I also don't yeah. like pork chops. They have, oh, I just, I love Abe and Louis. I love it. So when he was like, can we, can I, can I take you to Abe and Louis? And I was like, yes, yes, you absolutely can. <clears throat> and we totally. went and like, he was waiting outside for me to walk in together, which was just very, like, he was very gentlemanly and like proper. Mm-hmm. Love that. Like he absolutely was courting you. Yes. Love that. Fucking love it. And dinner was great. And after dinner, he asked if I wanted to walk back to his apartment. He lives like Beacon Hill. It's probably like a 15 minute walk. We go through the park and stuff. And like we're locked. Our arms are like twisted together. It's so fucking cheesy and romantic. And like we stopped at a sidewalk or what is we stopped at the end of the sidewalk to cross the street and cars were coming and he like kissed me and it was like lightly snowing and the car it does that's, feel like a hallmark movie doesn't it it, it was it was a rom-com for sure um this car that had pulled up we were waiting for to go rolled down their windows and they were like oh my god you guys are so cute and i was like immediately embarrassed mm-hmm. but also like I know. <laughs> I know how cute this is. Like, this is my real life right now. I I don't know. Right. Um, and, you know, I think we were walking down Boylston and it was just so beautiful out and like going through the park at night. Everything's like lit up and I just love the city at night. And it was I'm not one who wants to walk when I'm wearing heels. And I had mm-hmm. sub- substantial heels on. They were boots, but like they were pretty. Hi, and Boston has pretty unforgiving sidewalks. They do. Um, but like we went back to his place and he had a a really nice apartment for I was actually surprised that he lived where he did. Okay. We have yeah. to talk about the apartment though. Okay. Because 
why do we have to talk about the apartment? This because, was my first red flag. Yes, because it's a one bedroom, mm-hmm. but he also has a child that mm-hmm. he has for like 30, what do we say, like 20% of the time? Every other weekend. It's every other weekend, yeah. Every other weekend. So like not all the time. So he has a child and they would, when they would stay with him, they would have to sleep on the couch yes, because it was a one bedroom mm-hmm. and his child, they're like a teenager. Right. Right. I, they are the same age as my oldest child. Yeah. And that was so strange to me, but I was like, well, why don't you give them your bed and you sleep on the couch? Mm-hmm. That seems to me more like the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, that's just not how he did it. And I was like, that's weird because I can't, like, I only have my daughter 50% of the time, but like, she has her own room. Of course. I don't share a room. I don't of sleep. Course. Like, of course she has her own space. Like, make your child feel like they belong there and like. Exactly. Give them space to be there and not just put them on a couch. So, yes, that is another major red flag yeah and to be fair though you well maybe not to be fair but you were very i was very critical of that in the beginning and i was like no this is a red flag and you're like well it's very it's in a it's an expensive apartment building he pays child support i think he still pays alimony or something and you're like ah no it's just every other weekend and she's fine with it and i was like no this is a red flag if you have a child and you don't, I mean, and here's the thing. It didn't, it's not like he had to have a two bedroom. He could have had like a little space in his like living room, like curtained off or something, or with like a divider where yeah. she at least had a bed. Like yeah. it's it's not that like she has to have her own bedroom because there are plenty of people who raise wonderful children who don't have their own bedrooms or yeah. their living situations. They live in vans or like whatever. It's not that it's that she did not have any personal space yeah. in his apartment. And like, for me, that just speaks of volumes. Yes. And I think for me, what I've learned over the last two years is um, to listen to Nicole. <laughs> because uh, you can't see certain things when you're in it. Mm-hmm. And that's why best friends are so important. Um, because at the moment, and that at that time, it was very easy to explain things away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, fresh into dating, I'm like, you haven't dated in forever. Don't tell me what to do. Right. Um, but right. also, you know, people it's it's, uh, I guess, humbling to have that pointed out to you. I, I to, to be fair, I wasn't trying to humble you. I was just saying. No, that but like we... in general, like it that just is. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, mm. I I think we can all agree. I probably could use a little humbling every now and then, like Maybe. if we're being honest. Um, <laughs> if we're if we're being honest, it, you're doing God's work. <laughs> like, I'm I'm self aware enough to know that every now and then I probably need to be taken down a bag. <laughs> yes, um, I, yeah. I, well, I I'm terrible at being humble, and it's it's super important to have and I truly mean this like I'm not Mm. just saying this because like people are listening but like I truly mean it having an outsider see something and say something if you see something say something Mm -hmm. but like it is 
it's good for me to be told that like, yeah, those are rose colored glasses you're looking through. And mm-hmm. like things are not always perfect because I for sure want to. And I, I know everybody, not everybody, a lot of people strive to give like this aura or this image of things aren't that hard. Mm-hmm. Kids are so easy. Kids are not fucking easy. Dating so easy. Like Also not easy moving up your career is so easy like oh look at all this stuff that I have and that I do and it just like happens but that's none of that's real it's all very hard and I I don't like necessarily like to acknowledge that things get hard um ever and I definitely I mean like I said I need to be humbled every so often and you are for sure the one that I allow to do that (laughs) <laughs> because if someone else did that to me, I'd be like, you can fuck right off. <laughs> right, right. But, no, and and to be, but like, to be fair, though, is that he was putting in a lot of effort and making you feel yeah. um, these really positive things that when other people are actively thinking and doing things for you, you feel. So the rose colored glasses, like I can understand because he was um, for all intents and purposes, kind of like directing your attention away from red flags, whether that was on purpose yeah. or not, I have no idea. But I was like, uh, homie's got a very young teenager and there is no space for this person. Like that is fucked up. Hey, you were totally right. Um, okay. So now that we talked about his very, it was a pretty apartment though. I saw a couple pictures. It was, um, really nice it was, a, it was a great location too. It was a great um, location. I love so that apartment. I, I understand that. So apartment aside. Apartment aside, we had a good night. I went home to my dog and oh, he'd got, I think he got me an Uber. I know, R.I.P. Daisy. (sighs) But I got home to Daisy and he hadn't, Charlie hadn't met Daisy yet Mm -hmm. because she was still at my ex's house my first weekend that I was in my apartment Mm -hmm. because I needed like just time and space to be able to get myself organized. Mm -hmm. So I had just brought Daisy home. So I'm like, I can't leave her here Mm -hmm. overnight. Like I have to go home, even though she was like an old bulldog, she's just going to sleep anyways. It doesn't matter, but I need to go home. So I went home and took care of Daisy. And like the next morning I got like a really sweet text from him and like, he can't wait to see me. And he's Mm -hmm. asking like, you know, are we that weekend? We both had our kids, so we were on the same schedule mm-hmm. with our kids. So like that weekend, we just like texted. We didn't see each other, and he was like trying to plan something for the following weekend when we mm-hmm. were both kid free. And he like we're texting every day. He's calling me. It's very like sweet. It's very romantic. It's very like. I am so into you and also like I'm still seeing Dan at the same time. Mm-hmm. So like I'm just internally struggling all around because together they're like the perfect guy allegedly, mm-hmm. but like on their own there's stuff missing. In the beginning, they're both Yes, in the beginning. Guys. In the beginning. In yeah. the beginning. Um so you know, we're like two, three weeks in and he plans to come to stay with me for basically the whole weekend because mm-hmm. I have Daisy. I can't leave her here and his uh, building doesn't allow dogs. Mm-hmm. So and she was a 90 pound English bulldog. So it's not like I could sneak her in. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's beautiful. Uh, though. 
She was such a beautiful bitch. So he came over on a Friday after work. Um, and it was like a rainy, cold, gross out. And we had talked about getting takeout. He was trying to like get a reservation somewhere, but like still like dining out in places was mm-hmm. like I live in Cambridge. He lives in Boston. The Boston places are actually like bigger than the Cambridge mm-hmm. places. So we came over and we ended up getting takeout. Um, but it was like something that really bothered me. He was like, well, I looked and there's not really reservations anywhere like good. And so should we do takeout? And he's like asking me, do you mm-hmm. want to do takeout or do you want to go out? And I'm like, fucking figure it out. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. When he finally got here, he was like, well, I haven't really eaten all day, so I don't really <sighs> care. I don't need to eat. It's OK. And I'm just like, first of all, mm-hmm. uh, you do need to eat. Let's start mm-hmm. there. Second of all, I'm not your mom, so I'm not going to make sure that you eat. And third mm-hmm. of all, do not start this. Oh, I don't care where we get food from, whatever you want, because I'm going to pick something. And if you say you don't like that, leave my fucking house. Mm-hmm. So second red up- flag. Because yes. this is the first time he pulled the weird food shit. Yes. And it drove me nuts. Mm-hmm. So I picked um, Muna in Inman Square, which is like delicious. And he was just like, he he didn't know what anything on the menu was. So he was just like, you can just pick and I'll, if I like it, I'll eat it. If not, I just, I just won't eat. I'll, I'll just have a doctor, a diet Dr. Pepper. And I'm like, okay, whatever weirdo. Yeah. So we order and the food is amazing because of course it is. And we watched a movie. Um, the other thing that was weird that night, I can't believe I got sidetracked on this part, is that when he walked in the door, before we even started the like, what should we have to eat tennis? Mm-hmm. He got on the floor and was like petting and cuddling Daisy for like 45 minutes straight. Mm-hmm. Did not hug me, did not kiss me. It was like obsessively. Like, yes. Just like for, and I, to the point that like I sat down on the couch, I was like, all right, you two let me know when you're done. And he's like all over her. And I get it because Daisy, as I said, is an icon. And like she loves attention because, of course, we all do. And if you're going to give her scratchies, like she's all for it. She's got extra wrinkles, like get in there. And she's bringing her ball to him. He's like enamored with this dog. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm super glad that you like my dog. But like you also have to pay attention to me. So like I was a little bit bitter about that shit. Um, and then we go into the, what should we have for dinner? And then he doesn't want to make a decision. So I'm like annoyed, very annoyed. Absolutely. Um, after dinner, we watched a movie and like we cuddled on the couch, or whatever. And then we went to go to bed. We had sex for like two hours. Yeah. I'm like, I cannot have sex anymore. This is it. Like there's, I, I've got nothing left. And mm-hmm. his whole thing is like, I'm a giver. I just like to like. I, he's like, I don't need to, I don't need to ejaculate. I don't need to come. Like it's getting you off gets me off. And I'm like, okay, that's weird, but fine. And it's not actually weird. I just was not used to that. Mm-hmm. And I did not know that was a thing that existed. Now I do. But I'm like, okay, cool. But like, we've been doing this for two hours. My vagina is closed for business. <laughs> like, yes, we cannot, she and I need a fucking break. And he was like, okay. And he's like, I'll just, uh, he's like rolling around in my bed, not getting comfortable. And I'm like, it's like two in the morning. I'm fucking tired. I need to sleep. And he goes, 
yeah, I can't sleep. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go watch TV in the living room. Yeah. It was so fucking weird. Hang out with the dog. And I was like, it's 2 a.m. My apartment's not that big. Like if you're putting that TV on, I can hear it in my room. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'll just, I'll turn it down really low, but I just, I, I'm not ready to go to sleep yet. And I was like, it's two o'clock in the morning. And so the next day we were supposed to go. He was taking me to like, I don't know if it was like a late lunch or something. We we're going somewhere in the South End. I hadn't been out in the South End before. Mm-hmm. So like he was going to surprise me. He didn't tell me where we were going. And like he had this whole plan for the day. And I was like, dude, if you're not going to come to bed, then you just need to go back to your apartment. And like, I'll see you tomorrow because mm-hmm. this is making me uncomfortable. Mm hmm. And he ended up leaving at like three in the morning. And he was so fucking weird. Yeah. He was like, I don't know if we'll be able to get an Uber, which at the time is true because Ubers were hard to get in the panorama late at night. So he got an Uber. And I feel like it was like some astronomical cost. And I was just like, you can't stay here and stay awake. I need to go the fuck to sleep. So he left. And I think I finally fell back to sleep at like three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. And I slept until like 11 or noon like I slept a lot and I texted him and I was like hey I don't feel great I'm really exhausted I don't think I can do lunch today um like can we get together another day or like later and he was like oh yeah I hope you feel better sure thing I'll cancel the reservation and then like that was it gone nothing else he just there was no follow-up the next day there was no hey how are you feeling i was just like i don't feel good you know we were up really late last night i did not get a good night's sleep whatever and then just nothing it was weird to me that there was no follow-up absolutely checking in to be like hey how are you feeling or did you get some rest are you feeling better like there was none of that and that bothered me so much so i'm not one to like i'm never going to text you first mm-hmm. that's just not who i am i it was so strange to me and i was like all right well i'll give him like a day see what mm-hmm. happens the next day i went out with dan and i was just like i guess i'm done with this other guy then and yeah it was so weird it was so weird and then it was like a week later when Dan broke up with me. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> it all happened at the same time. Um, and like Charlie just disappeared. And it was so strange. And like I broke it down and never in any I never once was like, this is my fault. I did something wrong because I fucking didn't. And I no. know I didn't. No. So I it, like it was 100 percent him. And that was the first time that I got the ick. I, yeah. But I don't even think the ick is the right word for it. I I well, got the like it it was an ick, but also like was it like what a the what fuck? the fuck? Yes, yeah. that's yeah. exactly like what the fuck? Yeah. You're a 43 year old man, and this is what you do. Like, no wonder why you were single. Right. right. I do not have any concerns about why you were single. I know now. Um, and like we had only been dating for like maybe a month. Like I, th- I think it was a month. It wasn't oh, that wow. long. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's circle back though, because I think that there's two things that one is just because this was my second, like super red flag with him. (laughs) And, um, the other thing that I want to make sure that everyone knows is that when, when you were dating Dan and, um, Charlie at the same time, 
you were definitely having feelings for both. And I remember you wanted things to get more serious with Dan, but Charlie was pushing for it. And he was also putting in the effort. And when you kind of like pulled back and was like, Hey, I'm also dating not only other people, but specific, you didn't tell names or anything, but you were like, I'm dating other people. Like I'm not just your, you know, labeled girlfriend, woman, friend, whatever. Um, like that, that's kind of when Charlie starts to get a, started to get a little bit more pushy, but it was like, but the food thing is always seemed like a controlling tactic. Yeah. And like, it was like a control thing. It was really fucking weird. He was very controlling. Yes. He, and like, that's like huge red flags for me, period, because of like my ex would forget to eat, quote unquote, forget to eat. And then would just like eat 10 gallons of food at dinner or something like that. Mm-hmm. and. So, like, that's triggering. But then also, I have my own history of disordered eating. Right. So, like, to see someone scrutinizing what they're eating or just not eating is actually super difficult for me to be around mm-hmm. and to be involved in. Like, I don't want to hear that you skipped a meal. Like, don't tell me you're on a diet. Like, do not use mm-hmm. that word around me. Don't tell me food is bad. Food is neutral. Mm-hmm. Food, food is not totally bad. Me. No. How you consume it is is the issue. Your relationship to food is the issue. Mm-hmm. Food is not bad. And so, like, overall, I have, I take huge, huge issues with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, that was super unsettling to me. Um, yeah. I didn't love that. And so, when, you know, that night that things got weird and I ended up having him go home in the middle of the night, like, the, the back and forth over what we were going to eat for dinner. And like, if I don't like it, I just won't eat. Like, but it's also like, why is that the uh, line you're going to draw? Like, yeah, like that's such a weird thing for someone who was seemingly willing to put in so much work. Yeah. Like you, what? Like you can Uber eats a McDonald's burger over here. If you really want, if you want a red Baron pizza, you can literally get it door dashed. Like, yes. Like like, that walk to seven 11 and you can go get, whatever you want and it it was just it it was just so strange and Mm -hmm. that was like one of the bigger like that I think was for me in this like first half of dating him that like it it didn't sit well how he like ignored me to pay attention to the dog like I didn't like that and I'm someone who's an animal lover and I Mm -hmm. will pet every single dog but like I'm gonna at least acknowledge you Right. I'm going to I'm going to maybe high five you or give you a hug or something before I jump on the ground with the dog. Like when I met my ex-husband, he took me to meet his bulldog Mm -hmm. and I had to like pass the bulldog test. And like I passed the bulldog test with flying colors, but like he brought me into his home with him Mm -hmm. and then let me meet the dog. Mm -hmm. And I immediately dropped to the floor and was like rolling around and cuddling with this dog. And I was like, I don't think your dog likes me. (laughs) Well, that dog was the best. That dog was. Oh, he was also great. I I loved that dog, too. So very special. I I feel for someone being like, oh, my God, bulldog and just wanting to get in their face. But like Charlie wasn't, though. That's the thing. Charlie was not an overt animal lover. He was not. Let me get on the ground and get dirty. Yeah. Hang out with your dog or let your dog slobber on him. Like, I I mean, like I could just like flinching if something so it's just so weird it was very unsettling and it just kept going and then like just that whole night was just so weird so weird 
so it was like one thing just piling on top of the other. And then when I tell him I don't feel well and I want to, you know, re- I actually said, like, let's reschedule. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll cancel the reservation and like no follow up. So like, dude, what the fuck? So obviously, like my mind was made up. Well, I'm sticking with Dan. And then mm-hmm. a week later, Dan breaks up with me. And then I spent a lot of money on shoes and purses um, because that's how we roll. <laughs> it is how we roll. I mean, I I did it too, so it's fine. Not because of dating. I clearly wasn't dating, but every time I have any kind of unsettling feeling, I usually buy a new bag. But it's how we cope, right? Like, yeah, it doesn't hurt anybody. I mean, it hurts me when my yeah. credit utilization goes up. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah. Um. So it. anyway, um, there will be a part two on Charlie. Yes, there's going to be a part two. Absolutely. Because two. what is the theme of dating Kristen? They all come back. Every single one of them. All oh, and them. he came back hard. Oh, so hard. So, so hard. hard. So hard. Uh, yeah. And that is uh, a much longer story. So Indeed. we are going to leave you with part one for now. And stay tuned for part two. Thanks mm-hmm. for listening. As always, we love having our listeners here. If you aren't already subscribed on whatever podcast platform you listen to, hit subscribe, hit follow. Give, Give us, us a good five rating. Stars. Yes, five stars, five stars, five stars. Follow us on Instagram, damn it, I'm dating. Um, and on TikTok. Along. Yes, and on TikTok. And what is our email, Nicole? And our uh, email correction again is <laughs> damn it, I'm dating the podcast yes. at gmail.com. Um, or questions, stories. If mm-hmm. you want to share some of your horror stories of dating or maybe even a success story, because we do love success. Like, we do. What are we out here dating for other than like, one, just the chaos that there is? But also, you know, I guess we're kind of trying to find companionship or whatever, but. I guess. <laughs> debatable i don't know i think it's for really good stories yeah. no just kidding just kidding <laughs> um but yeah no do definitely email us your stories good or bad um in the future we will be doing something fun with them yeah um so make sure to email us and also if you do have any questions also feel free to email we'll be doing something fun with those too mm-hmm. um there is definitely more to come um more content and also more charlie and more men so many more men so many more men um so anyway (laughs) thanks for listening to damn it i'm dating i'm Kristen. i'm nicole and this has been damn it i'm dating the podcast podcast.